Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number five in Be With Me in the book of 2 Timothy. I'm going to title today, Where Are Your Men? So we're in the section where he's been encouraging that there be a following the pattern of sound work. That is, put your uh, sound doctrine, put yourself in the path of sound doctrine, and then follow the people that are following the pattern of sound doctrine. And then follow the whole the spirit, the person, capital P, of the Holy Spirit who is helping you follow the pattern of sound doctrine. This is from 2 Timothy chapter number one, verses 13. We're going to spill into chapter number two in just a second. Here's verse 13. Follow the pattern of sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit, there's the person, who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. You are aware that all who are in Asia turned away from me, among whom are Philegius and Hermogenes. Verse 16, may the Lord grant mercy to the household of Anisiphorus, for he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he arrived in Rome, he searched for me earnestly and found me. May the Lord grant to him to find mercy from the Lord on that day. And you well know all the service he rendered at Ephesus. All right, so what we're talking about today is putting yourself in the path of sound doctrine, putting yourself in the pattern of sound doctrine, and then putting yourself in the midst of people, these are the P's here, who take it seriously, and putting yourself in the path of the presence of the person of the Holy Spirit. So first of all, the doctrine. Uh, Put yourself in the pattern of sound doctrine. That means, in a word, it means the Bible. Now, uh, certainly it, it is brought forth by your reading, brought forth by preaching on Sundays, by your maybe your study of it, um, maybe by listening to sermons or a, a, a podcast, but definitely put yourself on the pattern of sound doctrine. Secondly, is put yourself in the midst of the people who take step one, the path of sound doctrine, who take it seriously. That people that that are moved to serve and to be struck by a passage. So as we put ourselves in the midst of the people who have placed themselves in the pattern of sound doctrine, you'll find that they'll be taking it seriously. They'll be valuing it. They'll be studying it. And they'll be struck by it, even to the point of being, you know, con- confession of, of sin. They pl- place themselves on the path. Well, how can you tell? Well, they're seeking it. They're struck by it. They have the presence of the Holy Spirit. And then you, you see them, the fruits of it. You see their their gifting and the way they use their service and their gifts. They're growing fast. So in a sense, let's look to people here today who have a spiritual tachometer, tachometer which is revving fast, maybe even faster than yours. All right, and then thirdly, uh, the concept, the other big P, is the presence of the person of the Holy Spirit. It's it's his job to help, and we should be putting ourselves before the Holy Spirit. Lord, what do you have for me today? I'll give you a good word from him at the end. Stick stick around here for another couple minutes. Um, Do you wake up and ask, Lord, I can't wait to be with you and to see what you have for me. Teach me, and remember, the Holy Spirit's job is to help teach you and remember and convict you and dwell within you. You know, all these things are great things. 
All right, so in our passage today, we have some good examples and we have some bad examples. First, the bad examples. Number one is a whole region, Asia. It's a continent for us, but it's a big region, half the size of Turkey for the Romans. But it includes all these big cities, Ephesus, Philadelphia, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, maybe Colossae. Uh, he's saying, you know, the whole western half of the United States has abandoned me. I mean, it's it's really tragic. And then he names in particular Phygelus and Hermogenes as kind of like particular bad examples. So let's, let's turn to the good example, Onesiphorus. So he's a guy who does four things. He refreshes me, uh, so he in, means encourage, like cheers him up and re- refreshed him like cool, like a cool water, not so much like a, a glass of cool water. It's like he's almost like jumping in a pool on a hot day. That kind of refreshment is, is, the, is the image that's used for this man, Onesiphorus, as he encourages Paul. And then he says, He's not ashamed. Remember back in chapter 1, verse 8, he says, Don't be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. So he is a good example of what Paul is trying to teach in this exact chapter. All right, and then he searched, and we'll get to that in a second here, about seeking out. And then finally he served. All right, so I just want to get to this passage today, and we'll talk more about it tomorrow. But the point is that God wants progeny. He wants you to have progeny. Here it is from chapter 2, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who are able to teach others also. So we need progeny. He is calling for spiritual children, maybe someone younger in the faith, maybe younger in age. Um, unless the second coming has happened, uh, you know, and I wasn't aware of it, there's always someone younger in the faith than you. And think of what that relationship to Paul has done. A lot of the spiritual walk is done sort of between your ear and setting your mind and orienting your heart. But every one of those things is encouraged and and example by this person. So the spiritual walk is kind of alone, but it's very much not alone. And that's the call today is where are your men or where are your people? It's not the people that uh, that look to you and admire you and initiate towards you. It's the people that you are actively and deciding and initiating towards. Where are the men that you have initiated towards? Where are the people that you have placed beside you and set before before them you know, these good things. It even means, the Greek word actually means set before them food. And so what does it mean to pour yourself into someone? Oh, it means we have lunch. We share food together. It's, uh, you know, who do we rely on for the future of the church or your ministry? So the point is here is to select and serve and entrust men. So where are your men? Where are the mighty men of you? Uh, here's the charge for today. Call one up. Go have lunch. You'll be obeying 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2.